Hey, Sean. Hey, David. You ever gone to the movies? Yes, I've <laughs> been known to go to movies. <laughs> you ever buy your tickets online? Like how pretty much everyone has to do it these days? Yes, yes, I have. Well, let me tell you a story. Not too long ago, movie theaters started putting in uh, convenience fees, right? So you have to pay like an extra like dollar or $2 just to be able to buy your tickets online. Well, this past week, uh, she who should not be named and I, we went to, uh, we bought the Costco movie pack for Landmark Cinemas. It's a yep. two two movie tickets and popcorn and drinks, right? For a pretty decent price. So we went to go see Argyle, which uh, we'll talk a little bit later. But I noticed that when I was buying my tickets that there was an extra $10.50 charge. To your gift like, card package or to like, your Costco I, package? So we paid for the Costco card, right? Like the thing. But then when I was buying the tickets using that, I had to pay an extra ten fifty plus the two dollar service fee. So an extra like thirteen dollars after tax and everything like that. And I was like, what the hell? Like what's going on? Did they raise prices for this stuff? Mm-hmm. So I get there and I talk I'm I'm talking to like one of the, the people at the concession stand asking them, like, okay, do you know anything about this? And then the manager comes over and proceeds to argue with me that I bought tickets for the extra theater. And I'm like, what the hell's the extra theater? He's like, Oh, it's uh it's like IMAX. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, it's got a, a slightly bigger screen and, and a better s- sound system from uh, like the other theaters. I'm like, it doesn't say anything on there that there's like an added fee for it, right? So like, this is really frustrating because it's like, it Landmark has the shout out where you can pay to like put a video before the movies, but it doesn't say anything about this extra theater thing. And it's kind of like, uh, I don't know, does Cineplex have like, special theaters like atmos theaters or something like that well they have yeah they have that they have 3dx uh 3dx they have 40x right but it's still like in the same theater same screen so apparently landmark now has a theater where they have a few more speakers and they actually advertise before the movie that it's in surround sound (laughs) and uh apparently the screen is is uh slightly better for an extra like five dollars per ticket Okay. Let me tell you, I was angry <laughs> going into this movie. It was not enjoyable. And then also the movie itself was kind of disappointing. But you can tell us about that later. Yeah. But I, I don't think like there should be upfront costs or like if there's added stuff, it should be like apparent on the website or anything like that. I mean, it's bad enough that movie theaters are charging us just to buy our tickets online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know who's not going to have to pay extra to, <laughs> to enjoy Who's that? <laughs> All the <laughs> listeners of this episode of the Sino Screen Podcast. Hey, whether it's your favorite tabletop adventure, movie, or video game, we've got you covered. Welcome to the Sino Screen Podcast with your hosts, Sean and David. What's up, internet? Whether we're in your car, we're at home while you're just sitting, hanging out, or you're listening to us on the treadmill. Welcome to the Scene on Screen podcast. David, I I loved your rant, and I, I really <laughs> loved one of the points that your rant made, because 
I was given a complimentary uh, movie ticket. Actually, I was given two. If you remember correctly, and I told this story on the podcast, uh, I saw Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and some idiot in the concession stand lit a bag of popcorn on fire. So the fire department arrived, everybody had to be evacuated, and they're just handing out tickets, Mm -hmm. right? Coming into the theater. These guys didn't stamp the tickets, they didn't sign the tickets or anything. They're just blank tickets. No expiry date, blank ticket. We were going to go to the movies on, well, we are going to go to the movies on Valentine's Day. And we were like looking at trying to get them. So I like run over to the movie theater and I'm like, hey, can I redeem these for two tickets? And they're like, for right now? I was like, no, no, no. I want to book tickets. They're like, no, please use online. So, but I want to use my free movie. They're like, no, Mm. please use online if you want to reserve. I was like, so what's the point of these tickets? They're like, well, they're complimentary tickets, sir. I was like, yes, I would like to use them. And they were like, okay, right now? I was like, no, I want to book a ticket. And they were like, go online. And I was just like, man, if I didn't have these free movie tickets right now. It's like, uh, what was it, in The 40-Year-Old Virgin, how uh, the, I forget her name, like the girl that he, Steve Crowell's in love with or whatever. Mm-hmm. She has like the We Sell Your Stuff on eBay store. Yeah, yeah. And the guy's like, I just want to take these shoes home with me now and she's like no you have to buy them all <laughs> buy them on ebay first of all respect the fact that that was jonah hill was it that was a very very early jonah hill <laughs> i know i know it was um so uh, actually she who should not be named uh wanted me to tell that story like the moment that it happened in the theater <laughs> you're just calling and like recording it you're like we're gonna record right now <laughs> she's literally she wants full credit for that uh that intro rant in fact i'm a little scared she was i think she's at the door like i can hear her breathing heavily you're like yes say the rant <laughs> you, you, <laughs> should, the you should rant. you should say her name oh <laughs> uh, Actually, uh, <laughs> she even refers to herself as uh, she who shall not be named when she's talking about herself. Yeah, we, we refer to her the, as that or uh, the woman who's beefing me every once in a while. Actually, you know, before before we recorded this, I was telling Sean that I have a rant. And he was actually afraid that uh, it was going to be about him. and that <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> that uh, she who shall not be named was going to have a some sort of further beef with him but no uh surprisingly not i think you're in the clear until something else happens i don't know uh it's it's just love (laughs) that's all it is it's all love um i had a rant for you not nearly as good but i have a rant and all it is was like they need to standardize how video streaming services can log in okay so like you have a smart password yes but you have a smart tv or you have a roku or you have a google chromecast Right. And you sometimes forget your password. And that's normal. Right? But actually some... I don't know most of my passwords. <laughs> yeah, and you just have to like figure it out or forget password. I just it. reset my password every time I have to log into anything. <laughs> so <laughs> what we discovered, because um my Apple TV has decided it no longer wants to pick up the internet. So we put the the, the Google Chromecast in the in the bedroom works just fine but none of the logins work all of a sudden because like the last time i used it was when you were down and we watched john wick oh yeah um so i've realized that depending on the software it's and like this is software dependent it's not just like samsung versus google versus whatever Mm -hmm. 
Some of them will have QR codes, mm-hmm. which you can scan with your phone and you're likely logged in on your phone. So it just automatically magically logs you in. Mm-hmm. Some of them will be like disneyplus.com slash setup. And then you like go in and then you have to remember your Disney plus password anyway on your computer right. or on your phone. And then you verify with another. Co- Why can't we just do one thing? Why does it all have to be different? Why can't it just be like a QR code for this, a QR code for that? Why? Well, I have I, things I, logged in on my phone. Just make it easy for me, yeah, please. You pretty much, you pretty much said why. It's because you're using potentially like an older version of the app. I'd say most things nowadays actually have a similar uh, some login of the, some, thing. Crave TV is still go to this website type of code. Disney Plus, go to this website type of code. Yeah, but Crave is like Canadian, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that's why. But Disney Plus isn't Canadian. No, but... Oh, wait. Crave has the QR code thing? No, Crave doesn't have the QR code. Right. And, okay, that's what I'm... Yeah, so Canada is usually behind the times uh, <laughs> when it comes to technology. But, Dis- but Disney Plus is the same way. And... Uh, oh, man, I have, like, way more, too. I've, I'm on, like... <laughs> sorry, I, I logged into uh, Amazon Prime earlier because I wanted to watch something before mm-hmm. we were recording. Mm-hmm. You know they're now charging two ninety nine for advertisement-free services, and there's a lawsuit yeah. going on right now? Sean, because... where, where have you been? We talked about this like three weeks ago. Yeah, and I told you I wasn't using my Prime, and then I opened my <laughs> Prime, and I was pissed off. I know. I actually don't really watch anything on Prime. The, I, I, I opened it up the other week because uh, one of my buddies was over, and uh, they were actually uh, moving away. They were moving out of the great north. They were, so they, they were upgrading their life. Yeah, they were moving down to uh, Mississauga area. Um, and uh, so we were just looking for something to watch because it was, it was pretty late. Um, and loaded up Amazon Prime. Browsed it for like two minutes. We're like, yeah, no, <laughs> there's nothing. There's not much there. I mean, I had it for South Park and I had it for a few other things, but I don't care anymore. I mean, the only thing that we would really watch on there was The Boys and uh, Gen B, which is like a, a boys spinoff. Yeah. Um, and now I think we're just waiting for season four to, to come out. And that's pretty much all we are going to use Prime for. Yeah, I'm actually probably just going to cancel it after I finish The Boys and Invincible. Well, it's including your Prime delivery. That's the thing. Is like, I don't know. I I don't use it all that much, but I take advantage of like the free shipping and stuff like that. Like, I definitely get my money's worth when it comes to like uh, the free shipping and all that stuff through Amazon Prime. Um, it's just the odd time they might have a movie on there that I want to watch or something like that, but. For the most part, I I would say I rarely ever use it now. It used to be a pretty good staple. Like they used to have, like before Disney Plus and Netflix really had, like things switched up a bit. You could get a lot of. It was especially early pandemic. Yeah, when everyone was stuck home. Prime was getting a lot of these movies that either missed uh, or or had very short limited theatrical releases, and they were going on Amazon Prime first before Netflix or anything else. Um, and that's where I watched a lot of like some blockbuster movies that didn't make it to theaters was on prime. So it was good then, but now they just have nothing. They like who there's actually one show. It's like, who the bleep did I marry? And it's literally just, uh, uh, like, it's like a true crime series about like women that married serial killers and mass murders and stuff like that. It's kind of weird. 
they get a lot of stuff. Oh, and then there's like cruise ship confessionals and stuff like that. So a lot of weird British shows. Actually, you know what? The funniest thing that we watched on on Prime Video was a British. It was like a British documentary series thing about how Amazon is evil. <laughs> it was okay. so weird. It was like, okay, why is this on here? But they pretty much just the whole thing just criticized Amazon's like um, shipping policy, like their working conditions and all of that stuff and their impact on the environment in general. I was like, this is really weird. Yeah. the uh, Like I like the sports documentaries and stuff on Amazon. They do have a lot of really good stuff. So Maybe maybe I won't cancel just yet, but like you, you've calmed me down a little, just a little. <laughs> you know what? Have you watched uh, the Samaritan? No, that's the one where he has like 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 um almost like Iron Fist, right? Kinda, yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's one of like the newer Stallone movies where he's like uh, a hero, like a superhero, but like retired superhero type of thing. Good movie, actually. It's very and and I'm not just saying that because I'm a Stallone fan. Uh, I was actually genuinely surprised with with that movie, so it's pretty good. I would say watch that one. Yeah, uh, yeah. I watched the movie Trouble with the Curve the other day. What is? I've never heard of that. Uh, it's a baseball movie uh, that oh. I had never heard of until I saw it on TikTok. Of course, you saw yeah. it. <laughs> Hold on. So you're saying you watched this in three minute segments over the course of about eight weeks of morning poops. Um, no, I've created a new game. Now, David, you don't know that I've done this yet, but I'd no. like you to uh, quickly go over to the Sean and David movie game game tracker for okay. 2024. Okay. So this, uh, this was, uh, this is being released today in, uh, in David's world. Now, uh, I have a special category in the bottom right corner of mine called as seen on t- or TikTok made me watch it. So I've now instituted a rule where if I watch more than two clips, so going into the third clip of a movie or TV show, aside from Suits, which I will do every single time, right? I have to watch the movie. And I'm going to tell you about it because a lot of the times I'm watching clips of things that I've never watched before. And so, I so hold on. Three consecutive clips? Like, does this mean when you like, swipe up, it plays another clip of the same thing? Or is it like if you search out more clips of that thing? Oh, if I like watch the clip and then I hit who posted it and then i say view last and then i watch a bunch of clips that's what it is and okay. uh there's another one that i have to add to the list um i can't remember the name of the movie but i have it saved in my tiktok it's a samuel L. jackson movie where he is in like witness protection or something i think it's called the negotiator or something um it okay. looks a little bit older um, I'm just kind of like whipping through his IMDb right now to see if I can find it. But it looked pretty interesting. He literally like cuts off a guy's finger. Oh, and I also have to watch Kingsman and Secret Circle. So I have to add it. So I'm going to put a little category on there saying complete. But I want to see if I can keep up with this just terrible habit I have. And I think it's friggin' hilarious. So I'm going to do my best to try and get through it. I mean, that's that's pretty good good thing that you see i can't join in with that because i don't really tiktok scroll it- actually you know i got a new phone i don't even think i've been I, I have tiktok installed on it but i haven't logged in it's called unthinkable, unthinkable? 2010 a black ops interrogator and fbi agent who press a suspect terrorist into uh, divulging the location of three nuclear weapons set to detonate in the united states of america 
Huh. It's on Prime yes. Video. So there you go. Now I know where to find it. Thanks oh, never for mind. that, that research. To, to rent or buy. Never mind. But isn't this like a fun idea? Like it's just yeah, like I mean, it saves you from having to spend, you know, four weeks to watch one thing. You can watch it over the course of three clips and two hours. I don't know. I just thought it was a fun idea. (laughs) I thought you'd get uh, you'd get a kick out of it, and um, maybe I'll watch some things I never thought I'd watch because I'm trying to get myself back into a I want to watch movies kind of vibe. So. Come along for the ride, guys. I, I mean, mean like I if, do host movie trivia, so I should probably watch some more movies. Yeah. I mean, I don't watch movies. I'm not a good person of reference for movies, according to uh, your significant other. Oh, her nickname <laughs> for David is David. I don't watch or no, David. I haven't actually seen that. Your last name. <laughs> well, and it's all the- because of a cash or crap episode we did with our our old friend farbsy who has moved on to different things he's now uh i think he's doing his own podcast and stuff so he's just having a good time yeah uh, <laughs> but okay hold on. i'm gonna take a look at this uh from last it's called the year thank you kindly podcast i feel really bad about not dropping the, a plug i'm sorry that's all right uh <laughs> from last year our our movie tracker thing you beat me we went I, over this. I, I know. I you should show her that. Like, it, what, it, it wasn't <laughs> we, exactly a contest that I was going to win. We got hard evidence that I've watched a lot of movies. But uh, speaking of movies, um, some uh, some news dropped recently. Are you going to talk about Argyle first? Oh, do we want to talk about Argyle? I didn't yeah. like it. Why didn't you like it? You didn't it like was, a, a movie made by a ghostwriter that nobody knows who actually made it, but people think J.K. Rowling wrote it? It's not even that. I mean, okay, I liked it. Oh, now you liked it. No, 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 no. I no, liked now it. you don't like it. No, shut up. <laughs> I liked it up to a certain point. One, it didn't help that I already went into the movie theater, like, annoyed. Crusty. Right? And it's like when I saw the Dolby Surround logo and stuff like that i'm like wait don't most theaters have surround sound like this is stupid i paid extra money for this so screen wasn't in that much screen wasn't that much bigger the same seats as before as every other theater (laughs) so anyways so um okay so it's by the same uh same dude that did uh kingsman right so that's i have to put that movie on my list thank you You so so you know, you, you kind of expected there to be a lot of, like, the action sequence style, like, from the Kingsman movies, which were very well done, super enjoyable. Like, it's kind of like, I don't know, action scenes, but to the extreme because of the camera movements and stuff like that. Um, the cast, great. Minus uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. I don't think she can act. And she's annoying. Uh, but Sam Rockwell? I will watch anything with him in it. He's he's phenomenal. He's actually so good in this movie, just as he was in many other movies. And Name one. what's his Moon? Okay, I didn't think he'd uh, be able to. Uh, the other one, uh, I forget what it's called now. But Moon's one of my favorite movies with him in it. Iron Man Two, Charlie's Angels. He, Charlie's Angels. Yeah, no, there's the one where he was with Colin Farrell, and Colin Farrell doesn't have his American accent. He's got his like actual uh, Australian or. Aussie accent. Is that the one where they're? Uh, I forget. 
I'm not going to look it up. But you didn't uh, like the movie. That's too bad. Okay, well, here's the thing. So the movie was the action and stuff like that was 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 pretty good. Uh, up to oh, Seven Psychopaths. That's the one that he was in as well. He's really good in that movie. Um, anyway, so here's my my thing. It's like the trailer. You've seen the trailer for this movie, right? Yes. No. Yes, I have seen the trailer. Okay, I so thought it looked good. So, okay, so exactly. Based off the trailer, it actually does look pretty interesting. I know it's like someone's probably like, David, you said like two weeks ago that you had no interest in this movie. Now, that was before I saw the trailer. (laughs) So, uh, okay, so the trailer makes it look like there's this writer who has this ability to, uh, I, I guess, like, know what is going to happen in the real world with these like spies and organizations and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't want to spoil it too much, but don't they... spoil it at all. Just say it was like an ass movie and move on. Give it a rating. Well, well oh, you asked me about this movie. You I know. My opinion. I'm giving you my opinion. And you so, told me you didn't like it. My feelings is that about the first half of the movie is great. And then the second half of the movie that the story kind of shifts that it turns into like a, okay, this is the stereotypical you know, action flick kind of thing. Um, and some of like the action sequences near the, the later parts were kind of like over the top ridiculous. So I don't know. Would I watch it again? I would watch the first half. <laughs> I would, I would watch the first, you know, 45 minutes and then turn it off. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I would, I would recommend to watch it at home when it comes out on, streaming services or something like that that's fair that's what i'm doing with um a few movies um that we'll talk about in our next segment but i do have a question for the fans did you finish your modern warfare season one battle pass or did you not have enough time because you picked it up right at christmas i feel like this is like a jab at me no i'm I'm genuinely (laughs) asking dude i've i've bought get um the battle pass with my coins because like the whole thing is if you beat the battle pass you have enough coins to get the next one yeah exactly and the next one right? right so like i've been there where i've like oh shit i didn't finish it and i didn't get enough coins or i like it's like you're like studying for a test or a group project and you're like shit i have like four days left to beat this whole thing yeah i just didn't know how close you got because i know we we were grinding the last few nights i just didn't know if you finished it uh, I did not. I was short by like eight points, and it That's was like ten bucks. I know, and I was like, you know what? I don't want to because it would cost me less to buy the tokens to buy the new, the next battle pass. Yeah, right. I, so I understand the, that the risk reward wasn't uh, wasn't enough. Um, and then when I was like, actually, it's kind of interesting when you load up the game after the new season. It kind of tells you what the what you missed or whatever. Yeah. And it gives you the option to buy that stuff as well. I'm like, okay, for some people like now there's like some of the black cell stuff from season one was actually pretty cool. Um, but not enough for me to drop like the extra, like 40 bucks to unlock them all. Yeah. Um, and then I thought, Oh shit, I have uh, call of duty points on the PlayStation five. And I could have used that to buy token six to, extend my or or buy more yeah yeah unlock more stuff um but i didn't 
So I actually ended up just using that to buy tokens and then I unlock stuff on the Xbox. So which I, one I, did you get? Just the sta- the base or did you get the one with the 20 tier skips? I just got the base one cuz so what I ended up doing is buying like 200 Call of Duty points cuz it was like $3. Yeah. And then I only needed 100 points. Um so I ended up uh just buying that on the Xbox so then I bought the base battle pass for season two it was like on the fence but then i saw that it was like all zombie stuff and we play a lot of that so i felt like it was a little bit more worth yeah there's only four i think panels that give you things and it's like two epic uh or yeah the purple aether tool um the raw crystal and then there's one other thing so like they have like little z's on them um but there's like zombie skins and stuff like that which is cool well yeah so like uh i got the black cell one because the first when i pre-ordered the game I got mm. season one black cell. So I was like, Oh, I don't know. And then I saw that John Doe skin. I was like, that is fucking cool. So yeah, yeah, I bought it, but like, I don't buy a lot of games anymore. I stream a lot of my games. If I am purchasing mm-hmm. games, I'm buying them used. So the money I save, like I play call of duty and I enjoy playing call of duty. Like mm-hmm. I'll sit on it for like an hour or two a night, just grinding and then leaving. But, like, I'll mm-hmm. go for gun, gun camels and stuff. It's just something I like to do. Um, I mean, I was grinding so much the uh, the last week that at one point my hands were actually, like, cramping up from holding the controller. I think I played one day from about 6 p.m. or 5 p.m. till midnight. Yeah. You, need, you just need a double XP weekend to get most of the job done. That's yeah. how I do it. Um, but let me tell you, I've gotten pretty good at uh, regular multiplayer. Yeah, you like especially if you have like shipment or something, it's so easy. You just know the pattern you play, you go. Well, you know what? With this new season, they got rid of shipment. It'll be back. It always is. It will. But they actually added a new house. It's called uh, what's it? Uh, it's like some drug house. It's literally a very small map. It's even. I feel like it's smaller than shipment. Um, and uh, I found a great uh, method of getting lots of kills in that you walk around with a grenade launcher <laughs> just blow the shit out of everything but uh no like the, the new uh i guess it's it's what 22 days it's like a month the new thing that they're doing for zombies where you like collect bones and skulls and you can unlock stuff yeah which is like the new event but the cool thing is like they added zombies into the regular multiplayer modes as well yeah, so there's a, there's a hard point now where uh, zombies are coming as well. So it's interesting because you end up a, a lot of times like you're you're holding the it's like King of the Hill, right? So you're holding the area, but then zombies are attacking. So you have to go around and worry about these zombies attacking you. But then at the same time, uh, the other team. So it, it was pretty fun. It's uh, I think it's called Stash House. I just looked at Stash up House. Real yeah, that's quick. It. yeah, 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 that's it. Um, there's there's but, some really good ones. Like I think it was called. Um, grindhouse or meat house or something where it was like that where it was like three hallways and it was just it was fun like yeah. i love those like smaller maps where you can just do a lot of the camel grinding and unlocking mm-hmm. but the grenade launcher is only going to get you so far because the way the game's designed is they want you to unlock more guns and as you unlock more guns you get more experience so if you have a token on you want to start off with a fresh gun and just rip through that gun as fast as possible oh 100 but um it's it's fun. Did you see the um the free character that was given to everybody? 
Yeah, it's uh, Rick Grimes or whatever his name is. Yeah, and it, he doesn't sound very good. Like his voice sounds super weird. But uh, oh, I haven't heard. I haven't played as him, so I'm not. I'm not sure what the voice was. But I think it's. I, I think it's cool that they're they're going with this theme and and pulling into like the. Uh, what is it? Dawn of the wait. Hold on. Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Walking yeah. Dead. Uh, yeah, characters the color scheme is wild too. It's yeah. like I love like. I might actually try and get the Call of Duty loading screen to be my like desktop background. Yeah, it's a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool loading screen. Yeah. Um, but speaking of Xbox, but hold on. One, one thing that happened the other day. So uh, while <laughs> you were at trivia night the other uh, the other day, I was playing some zombies, and I was just trying to finish one of the, these missions, um, and I was just bumming around for a bit. And so I was doing a solo game, and I could hear another squad talking the entire time and i thought maybe it was just uh like a proximity chat but i was all over the map i the, the game was bugging out so i could hear them <laughs> everything that they were <laughs> were saying i didn't have my headset on and i was like oh i should try it connect it and see if they can hear me and they, <laughs> because i hadn't talked for like the whole like 45 minutes <laughs> and i thought thinking of being like okay guys well good game <laughs> that's but, funny uh, it was pretty funny but uh so i was doing one of those uh the uh delivery uh contracts right the yep. ones that we like to do that are pretty fast so i get in the truck and the uh delivery point doesn't spawn Oh, that happens every once in a while. It doesn't show up anywhere on the map. So I'm just driving around. Just <laughs> I end up driving through like the big storm and uh just running over everything and then eventually my my truck blew up and <laughs> I'm like, okay, well. You know you know you can just cancel fun. the mission, right? Yeah, but it, I was having fun running stuff over because one of the daily challenges was uh running an over thirty zombies with a vehicle. So I'm like, oh, I might as well get this while I'm at it. Yeah, might as well, well you know. <laughs> no yeah. harm, no foul. Um <laughs> right? I'm glad you're enjoying it. It's like this has been a really fun reiteration of Call of Duty. Like uh Modern Warfare Zombies is much more fun than DMZ. Yeah, and you know what? This is uh the most that I've played in a Call of Duty in a very long time. Yeah. I'm prestige level two now. Congratulations. I like that. I think on average, the highest level that I've ever been in like a typical Call of Duty is like level like 30 or 40. Next game where I don't bring a lot of stuff out of the game, I'm 100,000% making my third character Rick Grimes. Don't you unlock a fourth character eventually? I don't know, but like you still like the the flaw in the game is you can't just if um you can't just leave a backpack with one character. So if you open up a new character and it goes back to the small bag, yeah, you have to actually like um, you lose stuff. Yeah, yeah. So like if you have ten things assigned instead of eight, then you're oh, kind of yeah. screwed. Actually, uh, I I showed this to Sean, uh, but uh, they've patched the exploit that uh, a lot of people have been taking advantage of. Oh, people um, have figured out a new way to do it. It's I've really? seen all the videos. Yeah, that's so funny. Let let people just let them cheat, guys. Like, who cares? Like, you're like I don't know. Let's talk about the Xbox rumors because this <laughs> is all part and parcel. It, it it sounds like things are not exactly all that they seem in Xbox Land. Now, I will say on Twitter or X. Tony Polanco is a fairly good Microsoft source when it comes to a lot of things that are dropping, uh, including like Charlie Intel. They're also very strong 
what we are noticing or hearing in the scuttlebutt in the industry is like Microsoft might be making a move to make their games available on PlayStation and Nintendo. But a lot of people don't buy it. Some people just think it's like somebody who who said something. Mm-hmm. But the rumor is Starfield could be going to PlayStation 5. Gears of War could be going to PlayStation 5. Um, Master Chief, not on that list. But Hi-Fi Rush could go to the Nintendo Switch. And what was the other one that we said was going to the Switch? I had it at the tip of my tongue, and I have lost it. I don't remember. I mean, I could see Hi-Fi Rush going to Switch. I feel like it's a type of game that would lend itself well to that console. Um, Indiana Jones might launch on PlayStation 5 as well, not being an exclusive. And oh, yeah, because that's Thieves. a machine game. Oh, really? Sea of Thieves going to yeah. PS5? And Nintendo. Potentially? Interesting. I mean, okay, for, for Sea of Thieves, I could see it if they were finding that their their numbers, like their player numbers, were dropping consistently and not growing. So it's like, how? what's the best way to get people to, to play the game or to, to join the game? Release it on another platform. And I mean, th- that game has been out for a few years now. It's not a huge... It's not a console seller, right? So, I mean... If they have cross-platform multiplayer, I could see that be a, a good option for Sea of Thieves because Sea of Thieves, sea of Thieves is a like a, a game <laughs> as a <of> service. <laughs> it's a game as a service, right? So like they are, are constantly updating it. Um, but, I mean, we've, we've chatted a little bit about this. Um, it's like, why would, you, why would you give all of your good games or your exclusives to another console? Right, like yeah, uh, this there's this big, all this big controversy and all this stuff about uh, Starfield being an Xbox in- exclusive, and they, uh, you know, there was when it was originally announced or whatever, or, or there's like rumors of of it, you know, there's talks of it being multi-platform, and then Bethesda announced that it was uh, Xbox exclusive, and then you know all hell broke loose and all the Sony fanboys just started ripping on it, right? But that, I think, would be like... Oh, I think it would just be such a bad move by Microsoft to be like, ah, just kidding. Like, Todd Howard literally stood up there in front of people and pretty much laughed in Sony's face. Right? Mm, like, mm. And like they were like, yeah, whatever. And then, like, sure, if you want to make the new Elder Scrolls game, um, both consoles, fine. Yeah, that, that's uh, it, like Microsoft that should do that. Make make money. Exactly. Yeah, but like the same reason you're keeping Xbox or um, Call of Duty on all these platforms after acquiring Activision is the exact same reason you still need your own exclusives. There's no way around that. If you want to move Starfield over that quickly, you failed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this could mark an interesting turn in the the console world because like one of two things is going to happen and um it was noted that um gamestop has now started calling or merchandising game Pass as microsoft game pass not xbox game pass which makes sense though because you can buy it for pc as well right yeah yeah so so that part is fine but if you are going to dissolve your product after you just got rid of your 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 physical da- games division for a lot of your studios. 
what are we doing guys are mm-hmm. we are we are we calling it and being like you know what now we're going to be a multi-platform multi-accessible company where we can make a dollar off absolutely everybody that's a sound strategy until your players want to play god of war or until your players want to play spider-man because they can only go one place for that the same yeah. thing that makes you special with certain games right you do not want the superior forza on the playstation it is better than Gran Turismo in every way, shape, or form. I have played the shit out of both games. Mm-hmm. Forza is better. 100%. And I, I think if if Microsoft were to start releasing their games on PlayStation, like you were saying, like it doesn't give... It, it's not a two-way street. Sony's not going to be putting their their games on, on PlayStation or on Xbox. In fact, they would just use it to their advantage. Because oh, now they're thousand having percent. now they're having players that oh you want to play uh you want to play Gears of War the long standing Microsoft IP that has only ever been been on on uh, Xbox and I think Gears Four or something like that was on PC as well but still now you can play it on PS Five but you know what else you can play on PS Five every Four. other PlayStation yeah. exclusive right that they're never going to give up. So, and Sony is notorious for doing like timed exclusives that never end up going on Xbox, except Deathloop because they got fucked. Yeah, they. <laughs> um, Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh, many years ago, when that game came out, it was advertised as a timed exclusive for the PlayStation. It was supposed to be on PlayStation for one year before it went multi-platform. It has never come out on Xbox. And I don't think it ever will. Yeah. Right? And so I I can't buy the rumors because I just feel like everything that Microsoft just did will go to waste. They mm-hmm. won the biggest legal battle in gaming history. They mm-hmm. bought the biggest franchise or one of the biggest studios in gaming. Right? They bought a bunch of games and they're making money hand over fist by everybody playing Candy Crush still. Everybody like they made money off mm-hmm. me today twice. I pay for the Xbox service. I already bought Call of Duty, and then I bought the Battle Pass. I didn't just use my coins that have been recurring. I bought the Battle Pass. At some yeah. point, Microsoft's got to sit here and like actually use their brains and go, "Do we like having the water fall off multiple parts of the cliff, or do we want to control where the water's coming off?" Is this is just going to flood and saturate there's... the market? There's also been rumors that Microsoft is trying to get Game Pass on in, on the Switch, right? And that never happened. I think that's more of a reality than a rumor, though. I think Nintendo and Microsoft have been trying to figure this out for years, and it's going to take the Switch 2 to do it. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, if if Microsoft and Nintendo can't come up with to an agreement on something, there's no way that Sony and Microsoft are going to be able to come to an agreement on anything. Do you think if there's anything, a back deal? The terms, the terms of whatever agreement Microsoft and Sony uh, come up with, if if there was, would be so one sided that probably neither the neither companies would agree to it. Right? I, I it can just... guarantee you, and this is coming from a small podcast that gets heard by a couple thousand people every once in a while. I can tell you this right now unequivocally from the bottom of my heart and everything that I am. If this happens and Microsoft is like, here guys, take this. You won't see another Xbox. You're going to see 
the new Xbox um, platform be Stadia. It's going to be a streaming service that is going to be yeah. available on smart TVs. It's going to be available on your PC. There's going to be no new Microsoft hardware, and it's going to just be Nintendo and Sony. They're going to leave can, the console game. I can tell you, um, I do not enjoy playing streaming games. The no, quality is just not there. There is a delay, uh, like a noticeable lag in, in the controls. The only time that I use actually the game streaming service is if I want to try something out quickly without having to wait for it to download. But I would say majority of the time, if I'm going to play a game longer than, you know, the 10, 15 minutes to try it out, uh, I'm going to stop the stream and then download the game. Uh, same thing with a, the, on PlayStation. Like, you can stream a lot of games and stuff like that. But again, I use it primarily for that. Now, I know that there's a lot of people that maybe don't have necessarily the the uh, hard drive space or whatever to download games because they have Call of Duty installed. <laughs> True. Um, but it's it's not a super viable option, especially like if you're if you don't have a decent internet connection either, right? Like you're going to be playing games. I, I've played some games where like the pixelation and like the, the, the graphics degraded so much that the game was barely playable just because I was having network problems at the time. And I was like, this is not the future that we want for gaming. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think Microsoft is smart enough to, to know that if they get out of the console game, then they're going to lose a, a huge portion of the market share uh, of like the, the, their market. Um, Cause they're, I think the Xbox console is still a viable option uh, for long term, right? Microsoft has consistently released, you know, powerful hardware, and I know like they've had their their problems in the past, like with the 360 Red Ring of Death and their marketing for the Xbox One when that first came out and all that stuff. But you know, since the Xbox One X uh, and then the Series X, you know, they, they've constantly released some of the most powerful home consoles right it's just their marketing and their gaming division and stuff like that has always been kind of like this could be a colossal failure it could be just like they're just rumors and they might just move one game over there yeah like we've seen in the past some games like crash bandicoot was no longer console exclusive and it eventually made its way to over to xbox which was a huge deal maybe you'll see one game go over there Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy used to be exclusive in most cases. Yeah, to Nintendo. Now I do remember reading uh, an article uh, or a few articles not too long ago saying that Microsoft is apparently looking to expand their um, their image in like Asian markets. Um, the Xbox has never been popular in Japan and in those areas, right? That's true. So that's like a significant area where they need to expand their their market share. And hell, maybe maybe part if they do decide to put some of their games onto like a PlayStation console, it could just be for that reason, right? To expand a little bit into those those markets where they're not as popular. Um, but who knows? The worst case scenario, they turn into uh, a modern day Sega. Yeah. That gets out of the hardware game and just goes to making the software. And then they end up making the same like three games over and over again. 
Yeah, I'm just like I'm quickly scrolling through X just to see if there's something that I've missed. Uh, Charlie Intel even says Microsoft intends to announce uh, its plans to bring uh, Xbox games to PlayStation next week. The Verge reports uh, Microsoft is planning to uh, to share details about how it will bring Hi-Fi Rush and other Xbox exclusives to PS5 and Nintendo Switch consoles. According to sources familiar with Microsoft's plans, details of Microsoft's multi-platform plan have been gradually leaking, with The Verge revealing over the weekend that the upcoming Indiana Jones games is being considered for PS5. Now, Microsoft is getting ready to outline the future of Xbox after a weekend of leaks and uncertainty of fans. There is a press conference next week. We are going to record that day. We might actually try a split-screen thing and watch it and talk about it. We don't know yet, but... Mm. It's, uh, we don't know what's going to happen. So I don't know if you're looking for good follows for Microsoft in particular, or gaming, Charlie Intel is really good. Tony Polanco is really good. Um, Larry Hrib used to be amazing, but he retired. Um, Kit Ellis is also fairly good. Um, the big thing is too, like the longer Microsoft waits to tell us about their future plans with Xbox, there's a real risk about people starting to view the rumors about going third party as a fact. If That's they true. shut down first party games, wow. Like shut down Xbox Game Studio? They could. They could. They they own Activision, they own Bethesda, they don't need it. But some Take, of their first like, party turn- games, some of the games coming out of Xbox Game Studio are some of the best games on Xbox. What games are coming out of there like on a regular basis though? Oh, nothing now, but but that's what I'm saying though is like in the past those were it's like Nintendo, right? Like you know that first party Nintendo games or even house even second party games that are you know essentially first party anyways. Uh those are always going to be high quality polished games. Right? So yeah. Um this person says blank got a text um, from what he named a viable trusted source reading next week. We will be better. Don't believe everything you see online in regards to the Xbox rumors. It's a fascinating story right now. Every single person in this industry is waited on bated breath. Um, do we know when the conference is officially? Um, mm, no, I don't. It It could be crazy. Yeah, Microsoft has the most insane action-packed future with tons of awesome games coming, but right now it's all all fogged up by rumors that they're giving exclusivity and hardware away. Huh? Could you imagine a Microsoft Nintendo Switch collaboration that is equivalent to the Steam Deck or the ROG Ally? That'd be cool. That would be cool, but. I, I don't see Nintendo. The last time Nintendo tried to work with uh, a major company, the PlayStation was born. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who knows? Uh, speaking of uh, things that haven't been going to plan, <laughs> let's talk about Disney, baby. <laughs> Disney announced uh, not too long ago a few blunders in their. Uh, Marvel, Star Wars, and Disney Plus universes. Uh, first off, Disney Plus uh, has lost approximately 1.3 million subscribers um, in what, in the last year? Yeah. Something like that, uh, which is significant. Um, I mean, really, ha- there hasn't been a whole lot of good stuff to justify 
you know, continuing subscribing to Disney Plus lately. Um, but uh, so they announced that there were some big failures for Star Wars, uh, the Marvel and Wish in its Q1 earning report. This was uh, released just uh, a few days ago. Um, so the report offers that Star Wars continues to decline as a franchise uh, and is a and as the franchise is a big bust in its consumer products division, which includes comics and toys. Uh, but it also says that Spider-Man is so popular. Spider-Man is always going to be popular. Spider-Man is also super popular because it's like the one thing that like we're addicts for. And Sony mm-hmm. owns part of it. Yeah. Um, so, and then the Marvels, which actually, if you ha- notice, is, on Disney Plus, yeah. is already on Disney+. Plus. Um, it made... Uh, so the Marvels and Wish. I don't even know what Wish wish is wish is the disney princess whose father had magical powers and the star could grant wishes and it made the donkey talk and we didn't see it but it was like heavily marketed there was like wish gingerbread houses wish this wish that terrible name for a movie mind you yeah that's right yeah okay so that uh, and the marvels they made over a billion dollars less than the year before. Now, mind you, the year before had Avatar 2, which that was super hyped for a very, very long time. That made and, insane. It made over a billion dollars. Yeah. And Black Panther 2, which again was super hyped because of it was the. That was the movie after Chadwick Boseman died, right? So it was the eulogy to Chadwick Boseman, right? So there's there's understand understandably so that movie did really well. Now, what does this mean for for Disney? But last year also Guardians of the Galaxy existed, like or wait, no, last year was Guardians of the Galaxy, and oh, was Wakanda Forever last year? Uh, yeah. So those three movies came out. Ant-Man so, also came out last year. Yeah, but they were just comparing um, a few movies in, in their... Like, in, it was in the quarter, right? So, oh, yeah, see, yeah. Uh, the Marvels and Wish are massive fails. Uh, the info for the movies reveals that the quarter that ended December 31st in 2022, Disney brought in $2.651 billion with Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Avatar The Way of Water, and Strange World. Uh but it says here, Strangeworld only brought in $73 million. So including the film uh, is pure spin as it re- had a reported of $180 million. So it lost a ton of money. So uh, the quarter ending December 30th, 2023 brought in $1.632 billion, And that was the Marvels and Wish. So a difference of just over $1 billion. Um, apparently the Marvel movie, the budget was nearly $300 million. Um, and Wish was a roughly two hundred million dollar budget, so they saw a loss of two hundred twenty four million. Like it's just ridiculous. How these many numbers movies do you, in the top? How many movies in the top ten of last year's domestic box office do you think are Disney's? Top ten? I'd probably top say 10. like six. I'm going to give you one more guess. Eight. You think? Eight of the top ten were Disney distribution uh, distributed. Here are your movies, David. Number one was Barbie by Warner Brothers. Number two, Universal Pictures had Super Mario Brothers. 
Number three, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Columbia Pictures. So there goes eight. Really? Uh, yeah, there Spider- goes... Spider-Verse? I guess, yeah. So I was thinking that one, but just because I thought it was uh, still part of the Marvel. Yeah, uh, so the, this is domestic uh, gross, right? So first Disney one to appear is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Next up, we have Oppenheimer on Universal Pictures. The Little Mermaid, uh, Walt Disney Pictures, so that's now two. Um, Avatar, The Way of the Water, was Disney distributed, but also 20th Century Studios. Um, And then Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, Walt Disney Studios, Motion Pictures. The next two were John Wick, uh, Chapter 4, and The Sound of Freedom. Taylor Swift's movie was 11th because there was no distributor. And it still made an insane amount of money. And guess what streaming service just picked up its rights? Disney Netflix. Plus. Oh. No, Disney Plus. <laughs> Disney yeah. had a horrible year. They did. And then they're saying that Star Wars has continued to be a decline. But they're not necessarily talking about the Star Wars media. They're talking about the Star Wars merchandise. But really, what did we get last year for Star Wars? There hasn't been a Star Wars movie since the rise of skywalker right and that was uh, a bust oh really yeah what didn't you like about it (laughs) (laughs) knuckle crack let me tell you there's a troll in the comments (laughs) um but really we haven't had any significant or any really good star wars content since i would say mandalorian season two Dun, 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 dun. And uh, how many Grogu dolls and and Baby Yoda merchandise and Mandalorian merchandise can you buy? Right, I'm at my maximum limit for for Baby Yoda stuff. I'm pretty much at my max limit for Mando stuff. I have like some shaker cups. I have a Baby Yoda, but like that, what else can I buy? I don't right really collect that. Like you and I both have like praying Grogu, which is. Or forced using Grogu, Grogu, which is an absolute sick Funko. Yeah, but like Star Wars collectibles kind of look like shit now. Black label they, stuff they doesn't are. look good. No, it's all it's all like the cheap mass produced stuff. I remember when like the black label action figures, like you get those and you'd open it up and it was like this is like some high quality shit, like stuff that you are not going to be playing with. You are going to be displaying this in like a glass container so that dust doesn't even get on it. Then why did you open it in the first place? Some guy listening to this podcast (laughs) is so mad at you right now. I never could afford it, so I never bought it. But I just imagined that's what what I would do, right? But now you look at the stuff. It's like I was uh, was in uh, EB Games the other day or GameStop or whatever you want to call it nowadays. Um, And they had one of those limited edition. It was – I don't even know what it was. It had uh, Boba Fett's – um, rocket wrist rocket. It had the uh, golden medal from the end of uh, A New Hope. It had the, a miniature melted Darth Vader helmet, all that stuff. So limited edition. Regular price was like $350 and all that stuff. But the box was so mangled and like torn and stuff like that because like no one's buying that for like $350 um, that it's no longer collectible anymore. You know, like you can't even yeah. display the the case. Yeah, the numbered case. Yeah, okay, this is numbered eleven thousand out of twenty thousand, but it looks like it's been through a trash compactor, right? 
That's why my Grogu's out of the box because it got pushed into the back of my vehicle when I bought it. And I like, I hemmed and hawed and now it just sits out. And I like yeah. looking at it. It's I fun. mean, the, the only Funkos that I have still in the box uh, are the uh, Cara Dune ones. Do you have two of them? Uh, yeah, I bought three. One was for you. And then I bought two because they were like $8 or $9 each or something and, like that. And now she's suing Disney yeah, for so wrongful termination. Funkos are going to be even worth mo- even more. I have two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen Funkos in box. They are all but, like, I'm missing two, technically three um, Funkos from the Futurama set now. I'm missing one variation of Zoidberg. I'm missing a very uh, two-pack variation, and I'm missing one like the regular Bender because I have Gold Bender, and that's way better. Mm. Um, I bought a Black Panther Gold one, as, like when Chadwick Boseman died. I have a Spider-Man that I was given when we went to the last Spider-Man movie because we didn't know if it was going to be Tom Holland's last one. An Optimus Prime my brother gave me years ago, so that'll stay in the box forever. Uh, and then I have Turk and JD and Cardoon. Yeah. And you, how many Star Wars ones you have? Like, barely any? I have Cardoon. I have Grogu. Yeah, barely any. Yeah. And it's like, so so, so kind of back to, you know, this, these concerns with merchandise. There hasn't been a lot of good quality stuff. Like, when you think about it, uh, Andor, which you haven't watched. Uh, finished. You, you've finished it? I haven't finished Oh, okay, yeah, but I, same thing. Um, <laughs> you know, that's not a series is that that's going to be releasing action figures and stuff like that because it's more of a like a a drama than anything. Um, Mandalorian season three, no one knows what was happening in that. It wasn't even a Mandalorian thing. It was Bo Katan, no, and it was actually just a Mandalorian story. Yeah, it wasn't and, about the Mandalorian. Like, are they gonna like? Are we gonna come back in a time jump where like? Din Djarin's almost dead so they can like let Pedro Pascal go do other things and die on a zombie show or are they going to like have like a buddy cop adventure I know they want to do this whole juiced up Grogu which is like a bigger Yoda but he's not really? Yoda yeah like that's that's what that, that dark that's... place called Reddit shows but... uh-huh. <laughs> um, so yeah I don't know I think what we need from from Disney for Star Wars is good Star Wars content. That's what's going to sell merchandise. Like that's why the Baby Yoda and the Grogu stuff sold so well when it was when it first released because that was something new. Yeah, Mandalorian season one. Remember, like I remember, like everyone was talking about it. It blew us away. Like it felt like a classic original Star Wars story kind of thing. Like with the practical effects and everything like that. Like it was so good. That's what sold merchandise. Speaking That's of what which, we need to do. Carl, uh, Carl Weathers passed away. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to. I was going to mention that. Um, yeah, unfortunate. Uh, Carl Weathers did pass away uh, not too long ago. We don't really know. I haven't seen if they if they said why. Uh, last I read that he had passed away in his sleep. Um, he was like seventy six or something like that. Seventy three, mm-hmm. um, which is. Unfortunate because Disney uh, is doing a Mandalorian and Grogu. I sure hope that's the working title. <laughs> but they're doing the Mandalorian and Grogu movie. 
Um, so, and we know that Carl Weathers, um, I forget his name in the Grief Karga. Grief Karga. He was a major, like, I would say, well, not necessarily a major, but he was a significant character in the Mandalorian story arc. Especially in that uh, that season two where it was in that city. Or was that season three where he was protecting that city? Season three. Season three, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it will be very interesting to see how they address that. I think they're going to have to address something. if Unless it's like an off, like they might do an off-screen death. Uh, or they might just do like an off-screen like retirement kind of thing. Like if they do the story where it takes place, uh, you know, I don't know five years later where it ends up he's finished his term in in uh politics and he's like retired off on uh like a distant planet of naboo or something like that i don't know but uh i think that's going to make a big uh, have a significant change to the story of uh the mandalorian movie well it's going to get rid of mando's like contact right like that that was yeah. his guy um yeah they could do the way of the Mandalorian and at the beginning of season three, they address Cara Dune um, being part of the Rangers. Mm, that's true. Which is funny because they canceled her TV show. They could do what Wakanda forever did. Have you seen the movie? Yeah. Oh yeah. So they, for those who haven't seen it, um, they address Chadwick's death by having him die off screen uh, while Shuri is trying to save him because he got sick. So yeah. there is possibilities on any way. I think they would give him kind of like a respectful goodbye if mm-hmm. they made it in. I don't know if he'd make it into the movie, but if they did season four, I think they would give him a respectful, like he he died protecting our planet type of thing. Yeah. I think I need the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Dylan, you son of a bitch sound bite. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that's from, right? No, but I'd watch Oh, my him. God. It's from uh, it's from Predator. Oh. You know, like, the whole meme, like, where they go up and, like, shake, like, hold, like, hold hands, like, <laughs> shake hands, and it's, like, the muscly thing? Yeah. Dylan, you like, son Dylan, of a bitch. Yeah, exactly. Just like that. So, yeah, that's, uh, I don't know. Disney's been on the, de- the decline for a, a long time, I think, with Marvel. Well, Pic- and Pixar's kind of sucked. Yeah, you know, I I don't know. It's uh, interesting to see, you know, are they like Icarus? They've flown too close to the sun, and now they're it's a slow fall back to Earth. What was the last Disney, like, Pixar movie you watched where you were like, this is the best thing ever? Um, I can't even think of one. I don't know. But what I, I will, tell I you, thought that Leo, I thought that Leo was more enjoyable than the last Pixar movie, uh, Elemental. We didn't see Elemental. We're excited for Inside Out 2. So Disney is actually poised to have a bounce back year with these two titles getting trailers this weekend at the, the Superb Owl, which is a very astute owl. We've got a Deadpool 3 trailer dropping and an Inside Out trailer dropping. Inside Out 2. Inside Out, if you remember right, is the emotions of young Riley. And I Deadpool have actually... 3 never seen inside out <laughs> i i would challenge you just like tiktok challenges me to watch movies i'm going to challenge you that's homework for you and she who shall not be named watch that movie and report back to me in a week i know she's seen the movie she's seen like almost every pixar disney movie i just never have and and you know what if we're gonna watch inside out oh wait 
feelings. What's it called? Inside Out Two. <laughs> We're gonna watch Inside Out Two. I'm gonna have to watch the first one to to understand what the hell's going on. Sounds like you have some homework. But these are the movies that are dropping this weekend. The trailers that we are excited to see. Um, and then David and I might actually do Super Bowl commercials next week because we think the Microsoft news is going to drop a lot of good tidbits. But we got Deadpool 3. We got Inside Out 2. We got Kingdom of Planet of the Apes. Um, we have If. Yeah, but but Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes has already had theatrical trailers out and all that stuff. But they're getting a new trailer. Um, I want to see. I'm looking for the rise of the humans of the Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. That's the special. movie after. That's the uh, next one. <laughs> um the movie if starring ryan reynolds and is if like the prequel to it or no if is the imaginary friends thing oh yeah their marketing campaign right now is so good so they're dropping a brand new trailer for the super bowl but for those fans of the off uh, those are that are fans of the office randall park is doing his bit where he plays asian jim and he's doing the entire trailer with ryan reynolds as john krasinski and he's selling himself as it. And Ryan Reynolds is like, you're Randall Park. He's like, no, I'm John Krasinski. He's like, who are you married to? He's like, Emily Blunt. He's like, you found that on Wikipedia. It's very, <laughs> very funny. It's like Randall Park is also one of my favorite actors. He's phenomenal. But Sean, um, did, you, did you hear that they uh, already announced that they're doing two more movies in that uh, that universe? If? Yeah. Is it when and how? No, no. The next movie is going to be end slash or, and then the third one's going to be but. <laughs> if and or but. Okay. <laughs> David's not allowed to talk while I finish this list. A Quiet Place Day One, Kung Fu Panda Four, The Fall Guy. Um, other movies include Dis- Despicable Me Four, Wicked, and Twisters. Extra twisty. <laughs> <laughs> Twister two. Extra twisty. Um, I saw the trailer for A Quiet Place Day One. Yeah, they're do- they're doing like a theatrical release this they're weekend. Doing this is my um, favorite weekend for commercials. Um, the Paramount Plus one is phenomenal if you've seen it already. Oh, yeah, with uh, Patrick hey Arnold. Stewart and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, after watching the, the trailer for A Quiet Place Day One or something like that, uh, it, it was posted on Reddit and someone had made a comment about how um, if this is exactly like the day that it happens, right? Uh, in A Quiet Place 2, they have like the bat. You've seen A Quiet Place 2, right? Nope. Okay, well, I can't talk about this. The The issue is my other half doesn't like scary movies. It's not a scary movie. I mean, if you watched it, it can't be that scary because you don't yeah, like exactly. scary things. Um, so there's there's a in in a quiet place two there's a part like it's kind of like a flashback type thing. The movie came out like three years ago. Okay, so whatever. Um, where they are reading in a newspaper of like what has happened, so it kind of like doesn't make sense that this is a uh, a movie about this the the day that everything happens, and then in the sequel to the first movie, there's a newspaper on the. Like the day of, yeah, <laughs> of everything happening, but it does look cool. I mean, I feel like it's going the the way of most sequels, where it's like the first one was like, I wouldn't say it was groundbreaking, but it was very different. You know what I mean? Like, well, it was it was silent. a different was, type of movie. It was essentially a silent film, <laughs> uh, and then the second one added a little bit more to it, and then this one I think is going to be a lot more action packed. I'd hope so because that's what people want in movies now. Before we go, 
David, guess what I get to do this weekend? Uh, I, I don't know. I get to go to a collectibles and toys show. Uh, we, we were, or me more specifically was invited out by a friend of the show, Eric Moon. Uh, we're going to go check it out and we're going to go see what it's like. Um, maybe I'll pick up some cool collectibles or finally sell that phase one Tesseract box set that I have. Um, but it's going to be a good time. I'm going to try and make some content and share it with all of you. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And then cool. Dave, this is the first I've hearing about this. Why haven't you tell me? Because I told just, just now just found out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> breaking news. Sean was invited to a I was invited special to event while recording. No, I, like I was told, I think today or yesterday. So it's See, like not a huge deal. I could have, but I was talking to you anyways tonight. <laughs> not in front of our children. <laughs> um, yeah, so it'll be really fun. And then David and I actually have a really cool thing coming up that we can't wait to share with you. Stay tuned. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited. Uh, I'm going to give you guys all a little hint, though. It's going to get me out of the Great White North. Oh, you heard it here first. <laughs> he, he's flying down. My arms are going to be very tired. All right. Well, for myself. Wow, wow, is very nice. And Flappy Bird David. That Hansel's so hot right now. We want to thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Scene on Screen podcast.